Hello, and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Dive. Dive. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. Captain, we've gone too far. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. I am your fearless captain this week. My name is John Carr, and with me as always are my landlubber, skipper, friends, scallywags, Kyle Luck and Harlan Spinks. Say hello, gentlemen, one at a time. No, you go. No, please, after you. No, you go. Okay. Well, no, you I go. Just, you've been so oh, good okay, this week. Oh, okay. I'll go. Hi. Hey, thanks there for inviting me, on, <laughs> uh-huh. inviting me onto the show. Yeah, what am welcome. I talking you're about? Our first, you're our first guest. <laughs> oh, I should have just let you go first, Kyle. We've done <laughs> 60 or 70 episodes, and you're 77 our first guest. 77. You're our first of, guest. Of this show. Welcome. Uh, and uh, hi, I'm Kyle. Uh, yeah, the uh, Harwin, <laughs> it's, it's so nice to finally have you on the show like you mm-hmm. just like today today it feels like the the whole thing's really rounded out yeah i mean it's taken me f- forever with scheduling to finally find some time mm-hmm. yeah, to yeah, come the on the the show hosted by john yeah. and kyle you yeah, this live you show you definitely have a crazy schedule so i'm really glad that we can make I, yeah. it work this week yeah yeah me too no this is awesome i'm really excited to see what we have in store first first time listener long time Caller? Nope. You fucked that up. God yeah, damn it. it. <laughs> Look, it's it's long time first time. <sighs> long time John, first wait, time. John, what's Are you guys regretting our... having me on for the first time already? Because what's the name of our show, John? Copy. I can't remember what the name of our It's twenty thousand leagues under the internet. Oh no, not that show. The one that you and me host that Harwin's a guest on. <laughs> oh, uh this Battle Brothers. Yeah, that's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Also, we got a YouTube comment saying uh, that they really liked the uh, Hawaiian uniform. So uh-huh, that uh-huh. is the official uniform of the Battle Brothers. That's cool. canon. Moving okay. forward. Got Good. it. Okay. Good. Um, does anybody have any... I mean, we should have done this in pre-pro. Does anybody have any uh, catches of the week? Oh, fuck. Catches. Nope. Not really, no. <laughs> I, I mean, a lot, I... a lot happened this week, but I, I mean, as, as with every week. Yeah. I feel uh, like there's a... You know, I mean, some, I, some I got one. About, I got one right off the top of the dome that relates to just like what's going on in the world at large, and is also internet related. Which uh-huh. is, I'm sure everybody saw that anonymous hacked uh, Russia, like Russian satellites and shit. That's pretty fucking cool. They, they uh, anonymous is back in the news. Oh, yeah, John, right. dude, check this shit out. They actually did what happens in the movies where. They- <laughs> Yeah, they, that, that seems super unrealistic. Yeah, it, and they, they said, always were in. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I hope they. There did was a crazy happened, montage with but, like half a dozen giant computer monitors. It was all like early '90s sort of mm-hmm. digital assets of like spooky faces and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just like stacks of old monitors in the corner. Check yeah, it we've out. all seen Hackers the movie. Mm-hmm. Th- this is what went down, dude. The they fucking. Uh, hacked whatever broadcasting shit uh like tv station mm-hmm. in oh russia God. and 
instead of like is replacing the news and everything that was would, would be your regular scheduled programming in <sighs> Russia with footage of the front lines in U- Ukraine. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, we're taking over kind of thing, like the, the staticky. Like here, yeah, here's what your leaders don't want you to see. It's like I thought uh, they live. You know, you guys see. Oh that? yeah, it's yeah, like exactly. Um, I thought. I mean, we're basically living in they live right now, but uh, yeah, I mean, the whole world at this point is. I thought, Kyle, though, you were gonna say the thing that's super unrealistic in hacker movies, where they shut off like gas mains and yeah. like the the power grid and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, there's like a charge bar. Hold on, they're we're literally seventy six percent through. Yeah, it was literally that. Like the interface that the person was hacking looked like, and and I know this is for like logistical reasons like it needs to be a lightweight program for stuff like that but it looked like a fucking old windows 95 uh operating system it was hilarious and they like drained all the natural gas or something like that it was nuts man incredible there was no audio it was just like technical schematics that i didn't understand as a moron (laughs) <laughs> as a resident moron as a layman uh, yeah I, I saw that there was that and then the, the kid that uh, made the uh, like twitter bot to track Elon's uh, yeah mm, yeah I had that in my notes I forgot yeah and the, he's tracking Russian oligarchs that I mean just doing doing the lord's work it's fantastic well I mean okay this is maybe catch of the week number two but on that note because I looked mm-hmm. into that kid that was tracking Elon's plane yeah. And he Elon Musk offered him was it five thousand or fifty thousand dollars? It was I think it was small. five thousand yeah. dollars to stop doing this, please. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and the guy replied with like, uh, I'd consider like fifty grand. But yeah, then right. like, like no no deal was struck, unfortunately. Please, please no. That's such yeah. a precedent for Elon Musk to have to that's that's how we uh, we can tax him. Well, and anybody has access to that data. You can go like right. find i don't know what it's called but you can just go see flight what logs. planes are in. yeah flight logs and shit so amazing Good the stuff. world we live in love it mm-hmm. um well i'm ready to dive into our main topic tonight i i gotta tell you i was excited about it um i went into this thinking one thing and then ended up on another thing so uh, oh i gotta love when this happens because then you know it's good enough to drop what you were doing originally (laughs) (laughs) the taste was so sweet uh tonight we're gonna talk about uh some bad things that happened with ebay oh okay let's dive in I, so I came into this. Uh, I'm an eBay user. I know Harlan, you've used it briefly. Um, I recently just sold something on eBay, so I really, really hoping it doesn't have anything to do with my <laughs> current state of affairs. <laughs> Looking really no. need that money right now. The year is 2017. Harlan Spinks makes an account. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How meta would that be? I've definitely <clears throat> been an avid eBay user throughout many many years of my life uh i love it for bullshit i'm an avid tchotchke collector um i will buy any number of things it is just a treasure trove of nonsense uh oh yeah vintage teas uh, smart mm -hmm. simpson coffee mugs come on man i I check the going rates of my tiki mugs every once in a while Mm -hmm. oh there you go there you go check on your investments i I usually buy all of my money uh, is in tiki all of the stuff i've bought from (laughs) ebay is an investment and hard tiki yeah hard tiki 
<laughs> uh, yeah, we got the hard tiki going on. That's your new nickname, by the way. Sick. Um, uh, and <laughs> that's, your, that's your Battle discs. Brothers call sign, t- hard, hard tiki. tiki. Oh, that's kind of <laughs> sick. <laughs> Wait, Can okay, we should name it. We should name it out off of our eBay uh, usage. Which, I mean, mine, mine is. Uh, I guess I'm just Bart. Because that's literally one of the last things I bought was a, a Bart Simpson mug. Okay. Oh, I can't wait okay. to see that. Do you have it? Do you currently have it? Are you drinking uh, No, it? I'm not using that one. I'm using a Joshua Tree enamel one. Dumb. So um, I, I buy like guitar pedals, like stomp boxes. Maybe I could be like sure. stomp something. Stomp. I mean, stomp box, but that sounds, I mean. Yeah, we don't want that. I just no. Want to be, that's a pretty good Battle Brothers name. It is, but it also sounds like you're asking to get stomped on a little bit. Like or you are the I'm, stomp box. Or I'm like doing some bad things to some people. Well, Which I mean, you're in the Battle Brothers. Do. You're in the Battle Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I guess. The fuck? What did you think this was? <laughs> yeah, this isn't the Girl Scouts, brother. <laughs> brother. But we sell cookies too, right? We do Every sell year, cookies too. We Ironically, <laughs> we do also sell cookies <laughs> yeah. by beating up Girl Scouts and stealing their cookies. Welcome to the Battle Brothers. You better sell 10 boxes of Tagalongs and you're out, soldier. <laughs> We're getting sidetracked. Anyways, yes. I recently used eBay to uh, purchase uh, my lovely fiance some black market. Uh, mac and cheese flavor boosters because black you can really, market well i mean you can only get them in canada um, oh okay oh yeah the canadian black market yeah so they, they <laughs> are cutthroat they, yeah. they are uh additives to craft mac and cheese in mm-hmm. pizza flavor buffalo flavor and ranch flavor now um, this immediately makes me think about when pringles had all those crazy flavors but they all just made you I'm sorry people had? shit well, yeah, they discontinued them because the stuff they used to make the flavors made everyone shit their pants. Oh, that explains God, God, God. some weird, some weird. Yeah, it, it was like Olina or something. It's a certain type of oil that the human body can't process. And it was like was pizza flavor, like um, anal leakage. Yes, exactly. It caused chips. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it it caused anal di- leakage. My digestive uh, system was a fucking like luge. Like, yeah. I get yeah. so I get worried anytime I see some some cheesy food product, especially prepackaged, mm-hmm. uh, that's got crazy flavors like fucking chili cheese fries and fucking <laughs> pizza, fully loaded pizza. Yeah, it's like, dude, those are potato. immediately you're twice done. baked potatoes, <laughs> twice baked potato <laughs> mac and cheese. Yeah, honestly, I would eat the shit out of that. Um, that sounds awesome. I would. It's one of the flavor too. packets I got. It sounds dangerous. <laughs> You're playing with fire. Um, so our lovely eBay company was founded uh, in 1995 uh, amongst the thick of the uh, dot-com bubble. That was... That's really early. Right, right like, in the thick of it. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those, like, you know, web 1.0 kind of things. You Isn't know, that it, Palo Alto, it, John? Were they in Palo Alto? Mountain yes. View or something? Yeah. Okay. It, is, it is a Silicon Valley original. Um, <laughs> yeah that that's a funny concept but it's true the, <laughs> yeah. the original silicon valley cadre of evildoers <laughs> well yes that is essentially what we're going to talk about because uh some bad shit happened uh it, just a few years ago um but where we're going to start 
um, well, I guess like I will give you this one quote. So first of all, all of all of my research tonight is based on an incredible New York Times article by David Streitfeld. Um, and in this, he says this account vividly shows how the Internet makes people crazy, often without <laughs> them ever realizing it, which. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Loving it. I mean, it's, if, it's... if there were a more poignant uh, point to, to make it right now during the era that we live in now, it is yeah. that. <laughs> so without them gonna, even knowing it. Without them even knowing it. So we're going to start uh, in the late 1990s uh, with Ina and David Steiner. And they took what was a hobby of theirs, much like some of our hobbies, which was uh, she collected books um, and she had a publishing company. David was a video producer and was going to yard sales as a kid. He loved advertising and collectibles and antique tools, all this, all that stuff. Like, sure. I identify that with on a deep level. Yes, it's garbage. <laughs> it's things that you find, you assign value to in some sure. sort of sentimental way, much like I cannot throw away t-shirts ever. Um, sure, yes. Oh, I got a whole box of t-shirts that are like extra thick in the armpit because they don't have a deodorant and sweat, sweat into it. You wow. know? Oh, I have the Bro, opposite problem. Hey. Mine are gone. <laughs> To just eat right through it. Yeah, yeah. Mine, mine, like are fortified with like salt deposits and oh, it's baked aluminum. in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're stronger now. Yeah, it's like armor. It's like plus one armor now. Yeah, you've got bulletproof <laughs> armpits. <laughs> yeah, if, get down, Mr. President. Ah! I jump ah! and just try to angle my armpit to take the bullet. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a tough move. Um, <laughs> you gotta stretch for that one. Yeah. yeah, if you miss, if you miss, well, you're done. I mean, that's, that's it. it. Hey, man, I'm I'm here for a, a good time, not a long time. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm here um, to protect the po- politicians, <laughs> not for a long time. Yeah. I'm here so, to do it once. Our friends David and Ina, uh, they started a company in 1999 um, that was a blog. They they loved eBay. They loved you know things about it. So they, what they wanted to do was they wanted to start a blog to help sellers on eBay, and they called it Auction Bites, which later ended up being e-commerce bites. So what they did was they kind of tracked trends. Some mouthful. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a great name, but uh, it, it does serve a great purpose. So what it did was they tracked uh, policy updates from uh, the companies that people were selling on. So this was like Etsy, Amazon, uh, eBay, anything where somebody could establish a company and sell goods on it. Or, you know, as a person, you could sell mm-hmm. whatever it was. Your um, junk. <laughs> exactly. Your garbage. And now OnlyFans exists for you to sell your junk. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well done. Also, just <laughs> as disgusting as the physical junk that people store in their basement or shed or whatever, sometimes. <laughs> it's the weird uh, storage unit. So as of today, Ina is in her late 50s, and th- this blog still exists, uh, and David is, is in his early 60s. He's the publisher. Uh, Ina does most of the writing. So okay. now that we have a bit of our backstory, we've got that this, this blog exists. And they're kind of reporting on some mundane things. They're keeping up with uh, movements of companies and reporting on anything from like, you know, m- minuscule expenditures that eBay is doing, like uh, building a, a bar on their campus or like <laughs> innocuous like marketing developments. How many beanbag chairs they are now purchasing for their yeah. employees. Whatever the company is doing. Um, but a... The CEO of eBay 
in mm-hmm. 2018. His name is Devin Weinig. Okay. Hated this fucking blog. <laughs> hated it. <laughs> Their existence just infuriated him. And his chief of communications, Steve Wemmer, also shared his sentiments. So these two decided that they were going to just absolutely destroy the Steiners. Was there any specific reason why they hated no. this website? No, not that I can really tell. I mean, they just kind of reported on movements of the company. And so, like, one of the things that they reported on was uh, eBay was suing Amazon for something. And they didn't care for that. At one point, though, uh, they did report that the CEO was making somewhere close to, one. I think it was 150 times what the average eBay employee was making. So I think that was probably a good catalyst where he was like, hey, that fuck you guys. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Just like from an optics point of view, I assume that's not the stuff that any company really just wants out being openly discussed regularly. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, still ha- we, it happens still today. So please go ahead, gentlemen, and have a look at the photo of the Steiners that I sent to oh. you uh, so you can get an idea of the people that they are up against. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. These, they're these, just... Uh, just normal folks the yes they're they're lovely looking people uh but they are (laughs) the sworn enemy of ebay at this point i Uh, mean uh, okay his shirt's great that corduroy really is good i i mean i don't know what i was (laughs) expecting um Mm -hmm. uh, but it's definitely more junk than i thought they would just have shoved on one desk that's for sure these okay, I can't unhear the junk joke about OnlyFans. So yeah. when you use that word, <laughs> you are setting me up for some. Well, do you weird want me imagery. to say that they've trash all over their desk? Because that no. makes it sound like old food wrappers. John, wouldn't you call them like hidden treasures or something? What would you call them as um, an avid hidden treasure collector? Mm. Hidden treasures is also now tainted for me. Glorified paperweights. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's on the blind too, man. I don't know. <laughs> what is wrong? I'm usually the one that's horny and sexual. What's going on here, man? I I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I mean, they do have what looks like a tiny little telescope, and I know where they can put that thing. Uh, I think that's a cannon. Okay, I mean, hey, either way, man. <laughs> <laughs> About to blow up. Never mind. Just keep going. Yeah, here we go. We can't. Okay, so uh, we have our CEO and our uh, director of communications deciding that they want to, uh, and I will, I will quote them here. We are going to crush this lady. Uh, <laughs> that was what was said after uh, the Steiners posted that the CEO made 152 times the average worker, and mm-hmm. it was mildly suggested in this article that it was at the expense of ebay sellers so that was kind of their angle like their whole thing is that they want to protect people who sell on ebay right Um, totally yeah some oversight much like normal people would want to be protected on ebay um so you know i i'm starting to get uh i don't know i think it's called foreshadowing for sort of like a David and Goliath situation here (laughs) uh, yeah in a way it's it this this story like has so many twists and turns that really just oof got me. Um, so we're gonna backtrack a little bit here, and we are going to talk about Veronica Zay. 
who got her okay. first job at eBay at as an intelligence operator, which was in a windowless room at the corporate headquarters in San Jose. And basically Jesus what, Christ. what she would do is she would just watch like <laughs> closed circuit TV to like oh help people who were locked out of their offices. It was kind of like a, a fluff job to like basically get a foot in the door. Um, okay. Like fucking she's like piloting a drone just like in a tiny box with screens yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It's essentially like a security officer, like uh, Ender's somebody game. to help. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I've committed she, a mass genocide. What? I didn't know. I thought it was a video game. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's just pixels on a screen. I don't know. Um, so in what was her division, uh, which was titled global security and resiliency she was promoted and so she was in a team of uh, like a dozen people or so that also included uh retired police captains former security consultants mm. people who may or may not have worked for the cia in the past this is i mean we're, okay okay we're, we're at ebay which is a juggernaut of a company at this point um this is escalating quickly <laughs> yeah so we're we're in uh 2018 Somewhere okay. about there. Um and one of her cohorts, the the boss was named James Bogg. And there was another person <laughs> whose name was Stephanie Pop, and they were essentially quote unquote mom. Bog and, dad. and Pop? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. We've got Bog Come and Pop on. on the case, huh? B-A-U-G-H. Bog and Pop. Even better. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh and uh, Mr. Bog was a stocky middle-aged guy with thinning hair who loved to talk and did not like to be questioned. Uh, of course he, he was. often insinuated that he used to work for the CIA and also maybe kind of hinted at that he and his wife were maybe still working for the CIA? We don't know. Um, but he was also a very big fan of showing movie clips to his people. Uh, okay. Like, that were like, like around the water cooler or... <laughs> Like, no, oh, like just bro, like he would take people into the conference, baby. like like a Michael meeting from the office. You would oh, take okay. people into I... the conference room and show them like the scene from American Gangster where Denzel sure. Washington just executes a guy in front of a crowd, or uh, okay. the cliff from Wall Street where the feds are investigating all the shit that people are doing, but nobody can John, figure you, out what's happening. Are you pulling these out of your uh, out of uh, these are the ones? These are the examples you're choosing, or is no, this no, no, no. The... These are examples that are listed. Okay. Uh, these are documented like, examples. Like, you, this is like the fucking like art art bro that just finished like film school talking about his favorite scenes in movies. It's the exact same thing. The same thing that some yeah. college art film nerd talks about or has is like those are his favorite movies. It's the same as Mr. Bog, who used to be a CIA agent, allegedly maybe. Yeah. God, it's like that uh, scene in Pulp Fiction where they talk about, I know my wife buys good coffee. Oh, so good. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Bog also loves uh, the scene in Meet the Fockers where they talk about how the CIA has like a closed circle of trust. So that was what he was trying to tell the he rest had of a, the he, he had a poster of heat hanging in his office. Yeah. He, he wanted he wanted his, his team, this uh, resiliency and global security team, to just be a closed circuit. Like, no gossip, no, like, letting things get out. No, like, talking about inside company business to anybody else. He wanted it to okay. be just that group, which was about a dozen people. Um, Almost like some sort of, like, clandestine uh, government agency, in a way. Right. And you remember Steve Wimmer, the uh, head of the communications that I spoke about earlier. He was mm -hmm. kind of Super at nice the guy. top of this. And 
he was, you know, speaking with Devin Winnig, who the CEO wanted to crush this woman. Uh, so you can see where the kind of trickle down actions are happening here. So he, he's talking to Steve, Devin's talking to Steve, Steve talking to Mr. Bog, trying to get everybody in line to crush a small Listen, blog Bog. that is located in Boston. Bog and Pop, I really need something from you. You guys, um, yeah. I know that you've been training some new recruits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're working to, on them. We're working on them. I'm going to need you to activate that that splinter cell Yeah, um, and it's take this woman cell. out. Yes. It's a sleeper cell. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Except there's one thing they're not doing is sleeping. They're working around the clock 24-7 trying That's to crush great. this lady. You know, I've never talked to you in person before this moment, uh, Bog, ah. but man... I don't know how, if you're supposed to be some sort of spy. I don't know how you've never been caught with a voice like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't do much talking. I don't talk that much. No one okay. can even, they can't pin your name to a face. Bog, Bog, <laughs> just get the job done and assassinate oh. this nice <laughs> middle-aged woman for me. I, I will mm-hmm. get the job done or my name is in William T. Bog. <laughs> what, what's his name? <laughs> yeah, what's his name? That's not it. Call me Bill. <laughs> Bill Bag. Call oh, me Bill. I, this is great uh, spy craft. I see what you're getting at. It's your fake name, isn't ah, it? William you T. Bog. You don't know what my name is now. Which one are you gonna call me by? You think I give the same name to everybody? You call me William T. Bog. My my old lady. She calls me Johnny. <laughs> I like call me idea. Johnny. I like the idea that this guy talks like that because he's seen so many Joe Pesci gangster movies and he can't help it now. Uh, <laughs> so his, his name is James. James. Oh, oh, yeah. He, he actually, he sounds like a James. But the fact that you brought up Joe Pesci, I, I have to go back and read this. Um, one of the uh, tenants of the, the community values of eBay is, uh, quote unquote, people are basically good. And we encourage you to treat others the way that you want to be treated. But okay. the communications director worked to basically combat all of that. And <laughs> instead of using that golden rule, it was more like he was using shit from the Sopranos. He was acting like sure. a mafia boss. And right. <laughs> so we're coming back. Kyle nailed the, it then. He's fucking co- perfect right impression. We're coming <laughs> back. Into James, the story Jimmy, here. Jimmy Bog, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy Bog. We'll come back to this. Yes. Uh, in our story here, we have the lovely people who are just write, casually writing a blog. There's also uh, a Twitter agitator who goes by the name Phytomaster, who often comments on the posts <laughs> on the uh, e-commerce you know, blog, basically just bolstering all of their things. Or retweets, often like tweeting criticisms about eBay in general. Got it. And got it, so got it. he and this blog have gotten the attention of the global securities and resilience. And they think that they're all working together. So the first thing that this team does is try and break Phytomaster. So they set up fake Twitters <laughs> to reach out to him and, and try set and convince up a sting operation. <laughs> they, they try and convince him that there was uh, some sort of relationship that they could easily, you know, work together on. So they're uh-huh. saying that they were a former eBay employee, that they have information that they want to share with Phytomaster because they think eBay mm-hmm. thinks that Phytomaster and uh, the Steiners are working together. Okay. So right. this Twitter who calls herself Marissa uh, shows her picture to be about 25. 
She wants to pass on an extremely, quote unquote, extremely damaging videos of executives misbehaving. And this Fido master in direct messages is like, get a lawyer. Like, I don't want anything to do with this. Like, very resistant. Oh. Like, <clears throat> I don't want, like, I'm not here to do this. I don't want anything to be involved in this. And so they like, the eBay global security people hit a wall. They, right. He's like, it's just stonewalling them against all of this stuff. I mean, that is, I feel like that, that should be, <clears throat> that should be rule number two after anytime you're doing something like this or you're approached by any sort of, whether it's the police, any authority figure, it's no rule. Number one at get a lawyer yourself. Mm -hmm. Rule number two, don't accept content that you haven't vetted and researched so, yourself. And this, this Twitter account, told the Fido master i will meet you at a hotel in the city of your choice to hand you this thumb drive of information hey. and the guy was like no <laughs> rule number three not. do not go to a second location yeah that's rule number three <laughs> what's rule number two uh don't accept anything from it, a stranger and then what was one don't talk to stranger number one is uh <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> number one is lawyer just get number me i lawyer. want a lawyer yeah. giddy up yeah. lawyer up that's what i'm no, talking about number two don't talk to strangers number three don't go to a second location hey, nothing wrong with the da either yeah we're so setting down the ethos for the battle brothers in this episode <laughs> these are the rules these are going to be the commandments that we all one, have to live lawyer by. up <laughs> don't, talk to don't, talk, don't talk to strangers <laughs> <laughs> the battle brothers just stomp their heads in <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you gotta be my friend Stompbox. <laughs> He's What's fucking crazy. But it's not like Box. Box, my name's Stompbox. Trust me, he's gonna sound like he likes it, but he doesn't. I cry every time I'm stomping. <laughs> oh, God. That got fucking dark. Uh, I just feel everything. All the bones, all the dreams, so all the, the ambition. The, Sorry, John. Uh, <laughs> the team at eBay, <clears throat> feeling that their resistance was you know all of this pushback from final master the the normal uh, kind of thing to think about with this is like well maybe like maybe we're being paranoid for no reason like this guy doesn't want to take our our bait like he doesn't want to like go against this you know this blog maybe we sure. should just stop instead they said nope we're going to just continue and maybe try even harder okay um, yeah i mean that's one way to one way to go about it sure <laughs> yeah um so in 2019 the steiners wrote a post about this lawsuit between ebay uh and amazon and it was very light and had just a hint of skepticism about uh the ceo strategy uh 33 minutes after the e-commerce bytes article went up uh the ceo texted the chief of communications that says if you were ever going to take her down now is the time oh shit and mr weiner responded on it and I'm immediately <sighs> sent the uh the global resistance team on it. Basically like you have to fucking oh, destroy fuck. this woman. And he said, I want her done in all quotes. I thought you were going to say, I want troll. her dead. I was so worried. That's that sounds, it sounds worse. He, he said that she is a biased troll who needs to get burned down. <laughs> I mean, this is not coded language, guys. This is she's, like she's a biased no. troll needs to be burned down. Yeah, this is wild. Not great. 
It sounds like NPC dialogue in StarCraft or Command and Conquer. <laughs> this is how you a know? person who's never had to be tough mm-hmm. thinks like this is what being tough sounds like. Puts a it button down t-shirt on and says, I want to burn her down. Okay. Like he's, yeah, he's, wearing, to me. he's wearing a big dog t-shirt too at the same Look, time. Yeah. Un- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's got the yeah short sleeve button down that's uh, open <laughs> with the big dog yeah. thing. I yeah. want to burn down. <laughs> <laughs> She's a bigoted troll. She has no purpose on this planet. Where did the bigoted come in? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just it's coming down hard on her. It's probably uh, not a stretch that they would have said something like that. I don't I know. Want I her guess done. Label, label her a Nazi? I don't know. Something. Anything. <laughs> so we need to. Yeah. <laughs> this is the part in the story uh, where it takes an almost. Uh, I, I want to say Stiller esque turn. Um, <laughs> Fun. It, it just becomes so bizarre. Should so, I get some antacids for this or we get. It may, maybe. I don't know. Um. So the the order comes down to just now now is the time to take this tiny little blog that maybe has some slight criticisms about the company to just absolutely destroy these people's lives forever. And so that order gets passed down from the CEO to the head of communications to the global resilience and securities team. Uh our our man Boggs starts planning. So what he does is he shows the team a clip from Johnny B. Good, a nineteen eighty eight teen comedy in which a villainous football coach must deal with a host of pests <laughs> arriving at his house simultaneously. A He's delivery using... guy with hundreds of dollars of unwanted pizza, singing and dancing Hare Krishnas, and their elephant, a rodent exterminator, a male stripper. Basically, he asks the analysts for inspiration of like, hey, look at this movie. Look at what this guy did. Can we do any of this stuff? And somebody he... offers up, maybe we should send them a coffin. Oh my god. Okay, hang on. First of all, before we get into the fucking coffin, if you're gonna do a crime just scratching the surface here. If you're gonna do a crime, please don't use a B movie romp as inspiration Mm -hmm. for how to execute that crime. That's especially if the example contains Harry Krishna's what the (laughs) fuck is happening? (laughs) So they escalated this harassment of the Steiners to the 100% increase. Uh, They decided that they wanted to go basically full scale. So they had another (laughs) fake account that was created. That was a picture of a skull and seemed like an eBay user who was from Samoa that was trying to say that the e-commerce bites blog had harmed his sales. And so he started tweeting at them very aggressively and was trying okay. to get their attention and he wrote i guess i'm gonna have to get your attention another way bitch and just from that note started sending all of this shit to their house this the has first tiger one, king energy to be honest with you guys it, yeah it really does it it has um um the the wells do you remember that wells fargo bank robbery they made a movie about it with oh, zach yeah. galifianakis mm-hmm. i can't remember where it was at but it feels oh, like that yeah. when like Kristen the wig too yeah, when like the dumbest people try to pull off like a heist and it just it obviously and immediately blows up in their face. It's shit like that. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm going to just list off some of the things that these people started cool. sending to them. Um, cool. It started with uh, a package containing a bloody pig mask with, okay. a no- with a tweet that followed just after that says, do I have your attention now in all caps? 
They also received a book titled Grief Diaries, Surviving the Loss of a Spouse, a Funeral Wreath. They got fly larva, a live spider, a box of cockroaches. This cock- sorry, this sounds like the Whoa. shit that Jared Leto sent all of his co-stars in preparation to play the Joker. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how do you ship co- or how do you get cock? Can you just buy cockroaches? Yeah, but yeah, you can go to like stores, a bait man. shop. But okay, are there like cockroach farms? You want cockroaches? Oh I can yeah, get you cockroaches. Yeah, yeah if I'm- you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's a it's a low in investment. Look, it's like Kyle, a, I know a, your your birthday's a couple months out. We'll figure it out. Okay. Listen, man, okay. if you really want cockroaches, just tell us you want cockroaches. I, just, I don't know why you're I, beating around the bush here. I think it'd be really fun if I just had one crawling around on me, like, and I could pet it when it sits on my desk, and I mm-hmm. could like name it like Bertram or something. <laughs> That's and, adorable. That is adorable, actually. Yeah. And uh, I feel like you don't have to feed it much, and we'll just live forever, so you don't have to deal with ever saying goodbye. You really got to be careful with a pet cockroach because you could end up with a Joe's apartment situation real quick. Well, more friends. <laughs> yeah about a million more that's oh fine with me dude the more the merrier anyways john please continue we'll put a pin in this cockroach uh, <laughs> co- uh, idea here we'll talk about that though that's um, good that's good yeah. for me they also sent uh copies of hustlers barely legal uh things with all of their names on it um they they sent <laughs> that one feels a little less intense <laughs> yeah that one so feels sent- like like a first idea and it's like out out of order somewhere but 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 they found some better ones so they did that then they ran out and they're like shit let's just, just throw, it, throw the hustler at them right. i'm like, curious you know, if maybe, maybe if they'll they- like that one <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious if they were brand new or if they were like woods porn that you used to find in like the 90s and the early 2000s, just like behind a gas station. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> so, man, it, it, the the text messages that are listed in this uh, article that I'm I'm referencing are just unbelievable. The way that these people are talking to each other. So, uh. <laughs> Mr. Bog was t- told his people, I want to see ashes as long as it takes, whatever it takes in order to Holy destroy shit. this people. So it, it, it's like that they're like <clears throat> trying to, I don't know, fight an unseen army of uh, undead warriors. Like it is just completely outrageous. The, the stakes um, seem so low. Yeah. So low. So th- that is kind of the thing that they're talking about of like this paranoia that is just a sort of cyclical feeding into itself where it's like, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. And <laughs> it seems like you kind of overreacted, but the fact that you have a, a massive feedback loop that you're paying people to get angry with you, uh, like you can well, just and do whatever the fuck you want, man. Like, and that's you can just, really just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. That just draws more attention to this situation that you're trying to stomp out. We've talked about this many, many times, the Streisand effect and mm. like, the more you try and stop somebody from doing something, the more other people see that because you're the bigger entity in that situation. Mm-hmm. So it's more like visible if you're like, hey, fucking quit it. And everybody's like, wait, what's going on? Why do they need to quit it? What's going on? Oh, they're writing a blog. Yeah. What? Why yeah. didn't you just leave them alone? This would have gone away or never been. It's just crazy to me that, that this happens so fucking frequently. Yeah, too, I cannot imagine they seem like, like this was decent doing... folk. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. Like they're just fine people. It seems like that. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not even done here, guys. So I know. 
they so all of the deliveries started happening and then they decided that they were going to start the next phase of this uh this campaign for them and they mr bog and uh miss zaya flew to boston from san jose oh god um, to boston yeah so they went to where the steiners lived and they checked into a hotel and basically, they rented a, a car, and their whole mission was to try and install a GPS device on the couple's car. Okay. For some reason. Again, like, I don't understand. Like, it's like they watched a movie, and they're like, this seems like a good idea. Let's do that. But the movie had nothing to do with what is actually happening. Right. Let's just and, lift our favorite parts from the movie and try to make it a reality. I'm exactly. really, I'm gonna get really concerned when you start to reference some like that they watched The Departed. I'm like, okay, <laughs> right. well now it's, we're murdering people. If they're watching fucking a movie that's essentially about Whitey Bulger, yeah. like, hey, <laughs> someone's dying. Cue the accordion. Jimmy Boggs is in town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> putting a tracking device is all fun and games until we start talking about The Departed. Ah, this town. <laughs> Yes. This down. I don't know. I just wanted to use that uh, that classic Ben Affleck uh, movie title, <laughs> "The Town." Yeah. <laughs> were we were we all supposed to watch "The Town" recently? Did we end an episode talking about "The Town"? I don't remember. I, don't know. I love the idea that in that movie, "The Town," though, someone the titular <laughs> line is, "You mean this town?" <laughs> How do you work that in? When everyone in the theater just goes, they just said the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they worked it in there somehow. Ah, this is an they important moment, apparently. <laughs> this town, this town. So yeah, the, these two people were traveling across the country in order to try and bug this car of this couple. <clears throat> uh, they found out that it was locked in a garage, so they couldn't do it. <laughs> okay. So they sure. went to a hardware store to get a pry bar and okay. rubber gloves so mm-hmm. that they could break in. Mm-hmm. Luckily, they didn't because uh, they're not total and complete idiots. I mean, they're close, but um, <laughs> at this point, the couple decided they were going to go to the police, which mm-hmm. I would have done quite a long time ago. Um, right. But they decided to find out uh, hi uh we're su- suffering from deep psychological damage uh can sure. someone fucking help us um did now so, did they just decide to go to the cops after they had noticed someone tried to break into their garage I, I don't think anybody tried to break in i think it was just like after receiving basically death threats and like countless unsolicited Got packages it. i think that that was probably a good breaking point at some point um, okay got it <clears throat> So, I mean, basically what they did was go to the police. Um, while they were the eBay team was there on their second day, they tried to get another car to follow them. And so they had tapped into the police radio uh, somehow. Again, this is like, like a some CB radio or yeah, something? Probably. And they found out that they had been, the eBay team had been spotted trailing the Steiners by police. And so they called off their, their whole following thing. So they went back to the, the uh, torment. So they sent more pizzas. They At 4.30 in the morning, they sent um, Wait. $70 worth of pizzas to the Steiners. <laughs> what do you mean more pizzas? They've been sending pizzas as well as like pig masks and yeah. worms and yeah. shit? Yeah, because of the teen movie. Yeah, like just, you gotta do it. I, that's, <clears throat> I don't get the logic there. 
If you're trying to torment somebody and then so they send you a pizza, you're like, what? Hey, man, just a little sugar no, no, and it, spice, no, you, you know? It's a classic good cop, bad cop. It's not paid for it. Oh, okay. You, I mean, either, payment. I mean, how much is a fucking pizza, though? It's like 30 bucks. Yeah, they, I didn't have to order it. Cool. Unless they had, like, anchovies on it, and that no, was no, no, their torture. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's really what <laughs> oh, it was. All anchovies. <laughs> extra anchovies. It's just what a box of, do? It's just a pizza box full of anchovies, no mm-hmm. pizza. What are we doing to this live fish pizza? Just like a fucking bass flap flopping around on top of an extra large pep. Get out of here. Yeah, I mean, you're basically giving them the opportunity to open like some weird fucked up pet shop. Like yeah. they're starting another business now. The menagerie. So- there was was even more things this is all still like being linked to that second fake uh twitter account so this Mm -hmm. person is essentially like claiming responsibility for all of this torment um with the pizzas there also came uh craigslist ads that that announced uh, estate sales uh nightly swingers parties that also said quote come knock on the door ring the doorbell anytime day or night and Ooh. the um, Twitter user also just docks docks their home address for everyone to go by on oh eBay, on God. Twitter and also on Craigslist. Just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's it's such a weird juxtaposition because the language they're using makes it sound like they want these people six feet under, but the stuff they're doing are like just pranks that mm-hmm. like you would do in high school in the seventies. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. What is very funny about all of this is that actually the pizzas, there was multiple iterations of the pizzas. One in particular. (laughs) Phase one. uh, The cops found, they traced the pizzas. Okay. It was bought with a gift card that was purchased in Silicon Valley. Okay, great. So and so the cops are starting to figure out what the hell is going on here. They're trying to find out like, okay, so who bought the pizzas? Where did this come from? Right. And the detectives are now starting to close in on this eBay team, <laughs> getting closer and closer. <laughs> and now the FBI is involved <laughs> for pizzas, for fucking pranks, dude. Everybody wants a slice well, for B movie pranks. That's the deal when you work in this town. <laughs> on one You're hand, in this you town, it, everybody wants a slice. <clears throat> on one hand, you call them pranks. On the other hand, you call it like severe psychological torture. I mean, yeah, individually oh. they are pranks. Some but I get stuff. Overall, I mean, coffins, coffins aren't cheap. So that's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they didn't send the coffin. That was just an idea. That was spitball. Oh, oh, well then, These, I mean, okay. The amount and the type of pranks, I'm going to still mm-hmm. call them pranks, right, yeah. um, that that these people are sending. If I were the FBI agent that was like, hey, you got to check this new case out. It's I'm confused as shit. You got to look into this. I'd look at this and be like, is this Tom Hanks's character from Big doing this? Because this sounds like a rich person who is a child that's sending pizzas and worms and like it just is silly to me listen kid this case is crazy we've got everything from well we got pizza we got books self-help books and we've got boxes of fucking cockroaches all right so we're gonna need you to hit the ground running okay gumshoe (laughs) gumshoe in this town everybody gets a slice I love that all of Kyle's characters come from the 1930s. I just imagine like a saxophone playing behind me every time I'm talking. This is my sax man. He comes with me wherever I go. He's Barry the sax man. (laughs) (laughs) He plays the baritone sax. I just call him Barry. I don't even know his real name. What's your name? It doesn't matter. He just keeps playing back there. 
<laughs> that's all you hear that's how he replies and speaks to you <laughs> in this town that's all you need is a good snappy nickname that everyone gets you everyone everyone gets you everyone understands yeah. this town this town <laughs> in this town everyone's got a saxophone that's it Nice. Sex Town coming to a theater near you. Sex Town. <laughs> we said call the brass, not the brass section. That was good. That's a tagline. That's All right. See you later, Kyle. That was great. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, John. Please continue with your story about <laughs> psychological torture. Yeah. So now we've got the FBI involved. Uh, mm-hmm. and let's face it, the FBI is not, no, they're no dummies, huh? They, they can get to the bottom of something. Mm-hmm. So it very quickly <clears throat> gets linked back to people involved in eBay, uh, in, in this <laughs> security department. And basically the higher ups at eBay just start putting together their cover up story. They have to, you know, deny Shred everything now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, that was a big part of their thing. In in this uh, security department, this global security and resilience team, there was a high, high level of turnover. And so it wasn't very shocking to have people leave. Um, Interesting. Okay. And so that was part of it. They terminated uh, Boggs. Oh, they shit. terminated Zaya. They terminated basically everybody involved. God, um, that's probably not going to look super suspicious when the FBI comes knocking on your door. Hey, looks like you just fired a shitload of people all at once. Yeah. And I mean, like the people that were involved that were in Boston, they lied saying that they were there for a conference. Like it, it, it really was just kind of like ridiculous. But uh, I mean, even uh, the head of communications was fired and then the CEO resigned later that month. Uh, Whoa. Saying, wow. Saying, saying that he oh, wasn't shit. on the same page with the board of eBay. Uh, but didn't say anything about what was like brewing behind the behind the scenes. Um, but in June of 2020, <clears throat> the FBI actually completed all of its investigations and then charged everyone involved on the securities team. the The CEO and the communications director did not get charged somehow because the, uh, I mean the case is still open. There might be something else involved, but. Everybody who was on the securities team got charged with a basically minimum of five years. So, uh, so it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's insane. I, I, I wonder, did eBay, like, I didn't hear about this at all. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't was, either. This was all news to me. So if you were to go to ebay.com during that time, would there have been like a red bar across that says like, we do not condone the, you know what I mean? Uh, probably never, not i mean yeah. the, the way that they treated it like just having their public information just being like talked about by two elderly people on the internet right. on some unknown blog mm-hmm. pretty sure they don't want it publicized anymore even though by doing what they did created even more like address it even more than it would have if they did nothing yeah. so <clears throat> It, wow. it is really like uh, just a twisting tale of revenge against essentially There's... no one. Uh, <laughs> these people just trying to make a blog about how to protect sellers on eBay. I mean, like I've sold things on eBay. It's sometimes it's, it's not easy. And, I, you know, having somebody there that has my back is very comforting. And I would love to have that uh, as a resource. And I would love to, you know, support them. Yeah, well, especially... We 
especially in this time. I mean, this this took place recently. Very recently. And this has been a conversation that everyone's been having about the overreach of corporations and sort of making sure that those people, those CEOs and the founders and owners of those corporations, there is some accountability for what they do and how they treat their employees. And one of those things is how, how many hundreds of times is your salary being marked up essentially compared to the very bottom rung? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's really all it is. And I mean, fuck dude, we could talk about the same thing that Elon Musk does with Tesla and it's the same story over and over and over again with all these fucking corporations. And the moment anybody is trying to talk about them or, ha you know, hold them accountable for this stuff through a blog post or tweet Twitter, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I, they come after them. I just yeah. think there's a lot of really easy ways to ruin your life. And this is a rather unique one. <laughs> so I, I just, I'm like, can, can you imagine like, Fuck man, I'm I'm doing time in the slammer because I love my company eBay so much yeah. that I, I was willing to throw my fucking life away yeah. for a fucking corporation that already jokes. replaced me. Well, yeah. and that's uh, some guy that's showed the, me a video in a conference room and said, "Let's do this." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the that's, villainous football coach. Yeah, yeah, that that's the other thing too that I've noticed, and I've actually randomly has come up a lot. Uh, in, in just like me either reading the news or the internet or whatever is the 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 um the anecdote of Damocles's sword and this mm. is exactly that i don't know if you guys are familiar with this i had never heard of mm. it before it's an old greek anecdote where this guy Damocles uh sort of it, like makes his becomes takes control and is emperor for a day but the the throne that he sits under, there's a sword that's hung by a, a single horse's hair. Ooh. And it's supposed to be a reminder for to Dionysius, who is the emperor who gave up power for Damocles, to sit under that. It's a reminder that there's always something unseen hanging above your head that could end your reign at a moment's notice. And this is exactly that. This is them sort of like their power them having this power and then it being their own undoing yeah by, they did it. yeah exactly <clears throat> it's just interesting that yeah every time you sit down you see that thing it's like, well, yeah it's some people ignore it some people don't know it. it it's also kind of an anecdote for like other outside influences too what is that you think that's fishing line that's pretty sturdy yeah, uh, what is that i don't 30 know was that 30 pound what do you got yeah, it looks like 30, 30 um, pound uh got some thick lures dude yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that, like, I, this also speaks to just the hubris of tech and, like, you are not a warlord as a CEO. Yeah. And you need to shut the fuck up sometime and bite the bullet. Everyone gets criticism. Yeah, and I think it's, yeah. About, it's about how you take it and how you move forward. And I think, like, it's... It, unfortunately, both of these two people that are uh, at the head of this are doing fine. Um, yeah, of course. Still very rich and... All of that, so uh, fuck them. But um, I mean, Ina and David are still running ecommercebytes.com, and they're still providing information for eBay sellers and protecting Good. them and doing their best. And like, I mean, they are the true heroes of this story. I cannot believe that they survived all this nonsense. And good on them. Uh, <clears throat> hopefully, yeah. they got a, like a free pizza for life deal out of it. <laughs> 
Or maybe that's triggering. I don't know. I'm curious how much more junk they have uh, crammed in their uh, two-bedroom apartment. Um, Just the right amount, my friend. A lot of junk cramming going on in that apartment. Yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you. Oh, man. I mean, I'm on their OnlyFans. I I know. Oh, boy. (laughs) Can we end this? I this guess is, that's it. <laughs> Check us out on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and TikTok and things. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you again soon. This podcast is a product of Bird Bar Incorporated.